You ready, Buster? <laughs> you how much I love that song. Um, hello folks! I know I've been away for forever. <coughs> You'll have to excuse my cough. I'm trying to drink. I've had this cough all winter, but you know, getting trapped in your house for seven days with no heat and electricity and um, coming down with pneumonia pretty bad, that can give you a cough for a while. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened on Early Bird Acres. That first song was um, called Wildwood Flower, and it's actually one of my absolute favorite songs. I know I say that a lot here on the podcast. Everything is my absolute favorite. I have a lot of favorites, that's all I can say. But that version of Wildwood Flower was by Sunny James, and I picked up this lovely, amazing combination pack of country music that's called This Is Country Music, and it has like 80 tracks on here, and it's all vinyl, and I'm in love with it. Well, welcome to Early Bird Acres, and if this is your first time listening, I'm so glad you're here with us, and hi, this is Sam Lamb. It's so good to talk to you folks. 
like, oh my goodness gracious, it is spring here on the farm. And I'm sitting here right now with my cat Butter and my cat Seafoam. And, um, well, a dog we've had around for a while, but he just likes to come inside now, and his name's Buster. Harold's actually outside rabbit hunting. I thought he was going to make a cameo, but maybe not. So, today on the episode, I will be talking about chickens. Lots and lots of chickens. My, a lot of my chickens are laying eggs now, and I'm very happy to tell you all about them and... I name all my chickens after counties in Oklahoma, and we just had a competition trying to name my last two that just started laying eggs. They're Rhode Island Reds, and um, I believe I'm naming one of them Alfalfa. Um, that was a great suggestion by a, by a blog reader. Thank you for that, if you're listening, by the way. I'm excited to tell you all about chickens and interview a chicken and tell you funny stories having to do with my chickens. So, and I have lots of many funny stories already to go along with the podcast. So, without further ado, let's just jump right into the music here. The first artist I'll be playing for today, his name is The Tallest Man on Earth. And I recently, well not recently actually, it was probably about a year and a half ago I discovered him. And I can't believe I have not played him here in the podcast. And... Someone pointed that out to me after I played his music at a little farm get-together I had a couple weeks ago. They're like, hey, why'd you never play this guy on your podcast? And I said, I don't know. Maybe next time I will. <laughs> but um, this song is from his album, Shallow Graves, which is an amazing album. And he is from, oh my gosh, I want to say Dutch country. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yes, the Netherlands. He is from the Netherlands. But this song is called The Gardener. And I know you folks will enjoy it. So enjoy The Tallest Man on Earth. I sense a runner in the garden Although my judgment's known to fade Fill a steamboat in a meadow Cause I'd forgotten how to say I know the runner's gone to tell you in the chimney from all the evidence I'll burn I guess I'll read it in the smoke now and soon to ashes I'll return I know the spy is going to tell you I know 
soundtracks for this summer. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. He's very inspirational for the artwork too, but again, that was the tallest man on earth. And this is, that was from his album Shallow Graves, and the song was called The Gardener. Oh, how wonderful. So Buster, Buster's laying just down here, and now that's his, that's his tail, if you can hear that. <laughs> he gets very happy when I call his name. Um, the story behind Buster is Buster actually just wandered up to the house one day. He was covered in sand burrs and mud, and <clears throat> the family felt really bad for him, and um, we ended up just keeping him here on the farm. But the thing is, they named him Buster because he's a very intimidating dog. Harold's very scared of Buster, so when Buster's around, Harold doesn't like to come around usually. Harold usually lays on his back and spread eagles and just doesn't move, and Buster likes to growl at him. But Buster's a very, very old dog. Um, the vet says he's probably about 13 years old, actually. He looks like a, like a shepherd dog, type of, type of shepherd dog. Um, but he's a very lovable dog and very protective. He actually fought off a coyote for me once. I'm really scared of coyotes, and I'm scared of armadillos. I know, that's random. Random fact you probably didn't know about me. I'm going to put down this window shade real quick. <coughs> but, um... Okay, tip number one about raising chickens. 
the best thing I could say about raising chickens is before you get chickens, folks, before you get them, make sure you have the area and the proper chicken coop to get it. I know tons of people who get baby chicks and just keep them in a metal container, and finally they're too big, and they say, oh my goodness gracious, I do not have a chicken coop, and they try to just throw something together, which doesn't work, because animals can get in, things can fall apart, um... Just take care of your chickens, you know? I, I kind of spoil my chickens, actually, which many people discourage that, and I cry if something happens to them. But I'm trying to become a better farmer in that way and just know that life happens, you know? I'll tell more of those wonderful chicken stories later. Now to more music. I discovered this band maybe about seven months ago or so. Someone sent me a link to them, and they said that I'd really enjoy it. It reminded me of Early Bird Acres, and I said, okie dokie. And plus, they said a couple of them had really good beards. So I said, of course, now I have to listen to them. <laughs> but this band's name is The Deep Dark Woods, and I had the opportunity to see them when I was at South by Southwest. Oh my gosh, they were amazing live. I, I can't tell you. I was kind of too nervous to go up and chit-chat, though. I just kind of waved and... So if somebody random from the deep dark woods is listening to this, I'm that random blonde girl who was in that ridiculously bright kind of lace cream colored dress. Yes, folks, I like to wear white in many inappropriate situations because especially when you're out at South by Southwest, you just, you get stained constantly, you know, barbecue and I should learn these things. But even when I'm out gardening, like digging up sweet potatoes in our red dirt, I'll wear white dresses and white big white aprons and have fun with it but who cares you know who cares i like the color cream and white so there <laughs> but okay enough about white um again this band is called the deep dark woods this is off their album hang me oh hang me and the song is called river in the pines Thank you. 
Again, that was The Deep Dark Woods off their album Hang Me, Oh Hang Me. And the song was called River in the Pines. And again, love it. I absolutely love it. But here on Early Bird Acres podcast, we love to play a little bit of everything. We love to play a lot of new stuff that sounds old. We like to... It sounds old. That's an interesting concept. I don't think things will ever sound new or old. I just think they sound nostalgic. Maybe that's the better word to use, nostalgic. But we like to play older artists, newer artists, a little bit of everything. But again, um, earlier I was talking about the hardships of the farm and having to learn to be, you know, a real farm person. And here's the story. All right, it all begins on a very, very, very oh-so-cold January morning. The day prior, I had finally introduced my three new little baby chickens, which had finally grown to about two months old, and they are getting pretty chunky, so I thought, heck, you know, the books say it's okay to put introduce them to the rest of the chickens, so I'm going to do it. Why not do it? So I gathered the chickens from their little kind of semi-coop I had made, and I moved them to the big coop, and everything seemed to be okay at first. They were chasing each other around, but I didn't think that was a big deal, but they were kind of bullying them around, and I later found out that I went around this the, the wrong way. You're supposed to introduce the chickens during the nighttime when everybody's asleep, and when the chickens wake up, oh, they'll think that the chickens were there all along. Oh. I was supposed to do it that way, but I did not. That night, after I had introduced the chickens, I came down with a horrible case of the flu that had been going around Oklahoma. Absolutely horrible, and I just, I felt like I was going to die, honestly. It was one of the worst things I've been through. It was it was kind of like food poisoning, but almost like ten times worse. So, um, that morning... I called my Aunt Diane and asked her to come over and check on the chickens to see how everything is. And you know things are not good when they look, when my Aunt looked, Diane looked through the window and then she looked at me and then she started having tears run down her face. And all I could do was think, oh God, you know, my big chickens murdered my little chickens and that already broke my heart. I had named them and everything. They had very distinctive like some were darker, some were lighter, so I was able to kind of tell them apart and name them. But um, So my Aunt Diane walks into the chicken coop and I see her carry out one dead, pecked to death chicken. Oh my god, that makes me want to cry right now. I miss that chicken a lot. But she went and tossed it in the trash can and then she went back in and carried out the ones that were still alive. And one barely had its eyes open and the other was just scared to death. I took one of the chickens out of her arms, even though I was really weak and I was having trouble breathing, because this time I still had a case of pneumonia, which this is before the ice storm even, it got worse. But I noticed when I turned the chicken around, the one I had in my arms, it was completely covered in blood. And one of the chickens had pecked every single one of its tail feathers off and made it look like it had actually eaten half of it. And... I didn't get sick or anything. I just got, like, violently sad. I was so sad. This poor chicken, you know, was dying. It was bleeding out. It was... And my Aunt Diane and me were both for sure this chicken was going to die. So 
neither of us wanted to put it out of its misery or snap its neck or anything. I'm sure my grandma Annie would have done that. Back in the day, my grandma, he used to live here, Grandma Annie, there's stories of her just, you know, just walking out in the chicken yard and grabbing a chicken by its neck and just snapping it. And I don't think I could ever do that, honestly. So she put it in a Walmart sack and sat it on top of the washer and she was going to go just put it in the trash can and we both did not want to do it but we we thought for sure it was going to die because it was just bleeding everywhere and it looked like half of its back end was gone. It was just one big open wound. I'm sorry if you're eating right now. I'm really sorry. <laughs> so yeah, like it was just sitting there and kind of making a weird breathing noise and my aunt, me and my Aunt Diane turned towards it and Diane said, okay, chicken, if, if you want to live, if you say you can live, you know, give me a sign. And out of nowhere, it rustled the bag and gave a big, loud crow. And so, and Diane said, okay. And we put a blanket inside one of the big dog carriers. And that was our chicken hospital for a little while while it healed up. Mm. And by some miracle, it didn't get any infections. And it survived. And the chicken that died, ironically, his name was Custard. Kind of like Custard's last stand. But I name all my chickens again after counties in Oklahoma. We do have a Custard County. Actually, it's very, very close to Hobart. So, yeah, that's my one of my horrific chicken stories. I waited another month, and I finally reintroduced them, and everything was okay after that. And those two chickens, are they're still alive. They're doing great. They just started laying eggs last week. Oh, congratulations to Alfalfa and the one I have not completely named yet. I will bring one of them in a little bit and we'll, we'll share some banter. How about that? So, speaking of nostalgic, wonderful things, I would like to play another song now by the lovely, amazing Emmylou Harris. And this song is called Sweet Old World. And someone gave me recently um, as a present um, her songbird combo like combo pack it's just a bunch of rare tracks all put together and oh my goodness gracious it will also be playing all summer in my record player now let's just enjoy some Emmylou Harris shall we Buster and he does not respond all right but I know in his heart he's saying yes let's do enjoy Emmylou Harris so again, this song is called Sweet Old World, and if you want to go and find it, it's on her Songbird um, combination rare track. So, yay! Enjoy! See what you lost when you left this world Oh, hey. 
Again, that was Emmylou Harris with Sweet Old World. And I recently got to listen to her perform that song live. Oh, my goodness. It was really fun, actually. I got invited to go for free with my friend Samantha Crane on a cruise. A wonderful kind of 
um, country western cruise where we played with um, Steve Earle, Lyle Lovett, Emmylou Harris, a bunch of people. And I got to meet so many great people. If any of you guys are listening to that, hello! You remember me, the girl that wore square dancing outfits most of the time, or pastoral prints, or lots of cotton dresses that spin, <laughs> and I was fighting the wind. <laughs> yeah, I got to hear her perform that song live, and when I was listening to that song, I was actually sitting right next to Lyle Lovett. <laughs> so here I am crying, and I look over at Lyle Lovett sitting there. I just thought, oh goodness gracious, what a moment. But I'll tell another story from the cruise a little bit later on, but you don't want to hear my banter. We need to listen to music. How about that? So here's another song coming up. I adore this song because I can't help but smile when I listen to it. And you'll know why I just said that cheesy, classy phrase when I played a song by this song, but this song is off of Devendra Banhart's new album. It's called what, like this, the album is called What Will We Be? And the song is called Can't Help. And I know all you folks will enjoy it. So prepare yourselves to be happy.
love it. Again, that was Devendra Benhart with Can't Help and off his album, What Will We Be? Very good new album. Congratulations, Devendra. Great album. I looked up those. Um, my friend Sherry, she told me to go and look at some photos on Devendra's website. And I went and looked at them, and it was kind of the behind-the-scenes photos when he was recording. And I really liked those photos. Very homey and, you know, very natural. Good job, photographer. Coming from one photographer to another. So, yay. And another story coming from the cruise. I was about to get on the elevator when I looked to my left. And... I started calling Steve Earle Jesus after a while. And the reason I started calling him Jesus, because everywhere I went, he was standing right there, like right next to me. And I, I didn't quite get it. He was everywhere at all times. It was very magical, actually. And, you know, I was happy. I don't mind Steve randomly popping in. He tells good jokes, and he usually has kind of a quiet, nice little smile on his face. So it was great. And so I see Steve standing there. And he has an ice cream cone. And I, the ice cream cone, you know, it's, it's, it's hot outside on the cruise. So it's melting all down his beard and a little bit on his shirt. And he's trying to catch it. It kind of reminds me of my dad, actually. So my dad eats too, many, too much ice cream. Dad, if you're listening, you know you eat too much ice cream. And I wish you'd stop eating so much ice cream. It's not good for you. Eat a vegetable. But take it easy on the ice cream. But Steve was standing there with an ice cream cone. It was running down his beard. And he was trying to catch it, and it was very, very comical that everyone was standing around, because it's just, you know, Steve Earle wearing all black, eating this ice, this, what I thought was vanilla, but it turned out to be pina colada, ice cream coat. So I walk up to him, and I say, Steve, that looks so good. Does it taste good? And he's like, oh yeah, this tastes really good, but, but get the pina colada, because the vanilla... It tastes like crap. So go just go get the pina colada. It's right around the corner if you want some. I say, okay, Steve. <laughs> so, random funny story from the cruise. Yeah, I've got plenty of random stories from the cruise, but I'll just tell you that one. <laughs> you don't need to hear all of them. <laughs> but how another, about another song? Let's get a little bit more rock and roll for you. How about that? Another band I had the chance to see when I was at South by Southwest was a band called Lucero. I've been a fan of Lucero now for probably about four years. About four years now. I'm a huge fan, actually. They they really know how to pull on my heartstrings. They're good. I'm going to a bar. I want to turn on the jukebox. I'm at the high-low kind of music. The high-low is a bar in Oklahoma City. You Everyone knows if you've been to the high-low because... It has a very distinctive smell. And so you can go to a party a little bit later and like, oh, you've been to the high-low. But yes, they have a lot of Lucero on their jukebox. And I love that. Now let's listen to some Lucero. And this song is called My Best Girl. I think you folks really enjoy it. And I'll give my commentary afterwards. How about that? Well, I'm a sucker for some pretty eyes there Going home with some other boy tonight Hell, I guess I'll be fine Cause there's one girl that's all mine 
Actually, a boy. It would be a boy, and it doesn't have six strings; it has five strings, and it's a banjo. How about that? 
but yes, that song was called My Best Girl, and the artist's name is Lucero, and it's off their self-titled album, Lucero. So if you enjoy it, I think you'll really enjoy the band. Yay! But how about we just go ahead and go straight into another song? Let's do a little bit of throwback. Even though he's new, he's actually very, very new. And speaking of Steve Earle, this is actually his son, Justin Towns Earl. And I really, really, really enjoy his music. And I was very disappointed I actually didn't get to see him when I was in South by Southwest. I did everything I could to try to see him, but <sighs> Justin, please come to Oklahoma. You just need to. Goodness gracious. Um, but this is one of my favorite songs by him. Um, and the song's name is Polar Fool. And it's from his album, Midnight at the Movies. And this is, again, Justin Towns Earl. Try not to think about it. Get dressed and come out tonight. You've been through this before and you know it's gonna be alright. But you can't go out like that. Tuck in your shirt and comb your hair back. If you feel like crying, just turn away until the feeling passes. Oh, poor fool. Oh, poor fool. No will to live, no will to choose, poor fool. Now the heart is a tricky thing. Yours more than most. Spent your whole life wondering with the look on your face like it's ain't a gold. This ain't no hard and though it's no ordinary hurt. After all these years, you should know better, but you never learn.
fried chicken. Sorry. Oh, uh, does that song not make you want to dance around your kitchen? <laughs> oh, Sequoia. I have Sequoia here in the studio. But again, before I forget, that was Justin Towns Earl with Poor Fool off his album Midnight at the Movies. But now it's time for an interview with a chicken, like I promised. This is Sequoia, one of my very best egg layers. Why don't you say hi to everybody, Sequoia? Say hi. Ready? And there is silence. Ah, oh. oh, there's a little bit. <laughs> oh, probably because Buster the dog is staring at it like a meal. Oh, you guys smell horror. Oh, Harold. Oh, God. Harold, get out of here. You smell like dead armadillo. You too, Buster. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, my dog just walk in here and I smell like dead armadillo. Oh, there's a dead armadillo over across the street in the pasture. They've been eating on and oh, it smells horrible. Oh, Sequoia, you're doing just fine, aren't you? You're being such a good chicken. But, um, <laughs> so Sequoia, am I a pretty good owner? I'll take that as a yes. Maybe? No? A big yes? Oh, well, not quite sure, huh? <laughs> oh, chickens are kind of hard to talk to. Um, what's your favorite snack? Do you prefer cheese or do you prefer lettuce? Cheese? I'll take that as a yes. Alrighty. Lettuce? You like lettuce? Oh, nope, it's cheese. All right, well, how about one more song, folks, to send you on your way? I wanted to play more this week, but looks like we're almost to an hour already. Goodness gracious. But I will send you off with a wonderful, absolutely great song by... Oh, Buster, sorry, I can't stop laughing at my dog's expression sitting next to me. But I'll send you off with a song by Dolly Parton. This is one of my very favorite, again, that word favorite, absolute best songs by Dolly Parton. And she's picking on her banjo. And it's very me. It's kind of like almost my theme song. Maybe if I did have a theme song, this might be it. No, Buster, be nice. This is not for you to eat. No kill farm, remember? <laughs> but this song is called Early Morning Breeze. And uh, it's off of her, the Bluegrass Collection. And <laughs> so I want you guys to enjoy. It's a very lovely song. If you're cheesy like me and want to assimilate your life close to a Disney character, you might just play it every morning and go frolic through the woods. But again... Thank you for joining me here at Early Bird Acres. And Sequoia, why don't you sign us off? Huh? Oh, there's a little crow. How about that? <laughs> and again, this is Samantha Lamb. And cheers, beards, and banjos, folks. And remember to love life. Because if you look around, it's obvious how it aches to love you. And again, this is Dolly Parton with Early Morning Breeze.
and away I do run to the meadow where the meadow lark is singing in the tree. In the meadow I go walking. Multicolored butterflies perched upon the petals of a flower growing wild. Bring it, I watch it as it flies away from me to visit with the flowers in the early morning breeze. Morning breeze. 